Hello, hello, and welcome to the Hashtag Files. This podcast is dedicated to helping you step into your power, own who you are, and learn how to monetize your authentic self in your life and business. I'm your host, Courtney Schoberg, Hashtag Queen, Social Media and Marketing Guru, and Boss Lady Entrepreneur. On this show, we talk strategy, we get vulnerable, and we are known for bringing on the woo and all the high vibes. If you're ready to learn how to grow your business and create a positive impact in the world, all by being unapologetically who you are, you've come to the right place. Let's get into it. In this episode, we're going to talk all about how you cannot be everything to everyone, nor should you ever try to be in life and business. So if you want to dive more into this topic, keep on listening. This week, I sent out an email to my list. I'm trying to be better (laughs) at emailing, Um, something that I've kind of struggled with over the last couple of years of being a blogger is being consistent with certain things such as email. So I've been trying to be more consistent and I've been trying to send valuable emails that I feel like, you know, are like this podcast. They give information, they give tips, they give all the different things uh, that I would have wanted when I was at this stage in my business that my ideal client is in. Uh, ideal client is something that I teach a lot about in my, you know, classes, on my website, on pretty much I just teach ideal client stuff to everybody that will listen <laughs> because it's something that I really wish that I knew from the beginning. And this week I sent out an email talking about something that I've been doing to be high vibe AF and really manifest a bunch of clients, like really, truly unexpected clients out of nowhere, high-paying, painful clients, and pretty much just encouraging my peeps to have a high-vibe AF week. And I curse. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know. If you haven't, fair warning, I say fuck a lot. It's even ridiculous that I need to like say that, but it's true. I say fuck. Um, I say it in my everyday language. I say it to my boyfriend. I say it to my mom. Like, not fuck you, but like, fuck. It's a word. I use it. I remember the first time I said the F word. This has been in my vocabulary my entire life. Thanks, dad. (laughs) I literally remember the first time I said the F word um, in second grade on the playground. It wasn't in a nice way. But I've changed my ways and I don't use profanity in a way that is offensive to others and inflicting, you know, bad vibes on someone. It's just the way that I speak. And so anyways, long story short, I wrote an email out to my list encouraging them to have a high vibe week. And I used the word fuck three times. Now, the way that I used this word was as if I was talking to my girlfriend on my back patio, drinking some rosé, and eating a cheese board. Like, this is how I speak. And I am really, really big on speaking to your audience how you would speak in your real life so that you can come across 
authentic. And so there's this whole thing about cursing in your branding that's really kind of like a debate on the internet right now. Like 50% of the world thinks it's wrong and you should be professional, quote unquote, I'm using air quotes, you can't see me, but I am. And 50% of the population like me don't give a fuck. We believe that there are people out there for us. And I had my ego step in super big this week. And that's why I decided to create this bonus episode for this week, because it was something that I think everybody deals with and that it needs to be talked about. And so, you know me, if I think it needs to be talked about, I'm going to make an episode. So long story short, I sent out this email and I actually don't have my email on my phone. It's a boundary that I've set and I'm very proud that I've had this going for, I don't know, six months. Um, I got a new iPhone X and I just never put my email on my phone and it's been the best thing ever because if you don't have access to your email on your phone, then you're not constantly in your inbox. And I don't know about you, but my inbox stresses me out. It's something that I've got to work on, but it is what it is and I'm really happy with having specific days and times that I check my emails and it works for me. So Joe, on the other hand my boyfriend and business partner has email on his phone. So it kind of works out nice because if there is an emergency or something, he can always be like, hey, babe, you need to look at this. So we're sitting on our bed after a long weekend, fun weekend, but long weekend of my two sisters and my niece and nephew visiting. Now, (laughs) we live in a 400 square foot apartment and we had four adults, two children, And one large dog all sleeping in about 300 square feet with a cot, a bed, and an air mattress. (laughs) It was so much fun, but, um, you know, it's, it's draining. I've come to realize that I'm more of an introvert than I thought I was. I'm not an introvert. I'm an extrovert. I guess I'm an ambivert, but I do need more alone time than I thought that I did. And so after they left, I was chilling. And this email I had scheduled, uh to go out before they came. And Joe gets an alert on his phone from his email of someone responding to my high vibe AF email that I thought was super inspirational. It was basically saying like, take care of yourself, fill up your cup first. And when you take care of yourself, the clients will come because that's what's been happening for me for like the last six months. Every time that I neglect my self-care, my business suffers. Raise your virtual hand if you can agree with that, right? And it's true with that with everything in life, not just business. Like as a mom, if you don't take care of yourself, your kids suffer, your family suffers because it's just the way the world goes. As an individual, if you don't take care of yourself first, everything else in your life suffers. And so business is no different. And basically, I got an email response from some random person, I don't even know who this person was, that said, stop sending me emails where you continuously use the F word. And at first my ego like stepped in and they, and then I was like, oh my God, am I doing everything wrong? 
Uh, should I go and change everything that ever said the word fuck? Should I take out fuck in everything in my podcast? Should I take out fuck in every Facebook Live? No, you can't do that, Courtney. That's not even possible. You can't edit a Facebook Live. Like, my mind was going a million times a minute. And Joe could, like, see that I was, like, struggling internally with this. And he goes, what's wrong? And I'm like, am I saying fuck too much? Like, I don't even understand. Like, I didn't even think that I said it that much. And now she's saying that I said this much. I need to change everything. I can't say fuck anymore. And he was like, babe, no, like you can't. No, he, you aren't going to change how you speak to please one person. So of course I love Joe, but I wanted a second boss babe opinion. So I text my girlfriend, Karina, and I'm like, do I say fuck too much? <laughs> and she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, should I stop using fuck in like sales pages and in my email and in my branding? And she's like, if you say fuck in your everyday life, and if you say fuck on client calls, and if you say fuck to anybody in your life, and it doesn't matter who they are, and you're not using it in a vulgar way, it's just another word, then absolutely you should continue using it. And she's like, are you referring to your last email? Because of course, you know, she's my friend. She's on my email list. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, that isn't even bad. You weren't even saying it. That lady's being dramatic. And she basically told me that I should tell her to unfollow them or unfollow, unsubscribe. And so I sat down and I started thinking, and I was like, you know what? This is something that needs to be talked about because how many people have had that experience or something similar where someone told them, They didn't like the way they were doing things. And so instead of owning who they are and telling that person, hashtag by Felicia, they changed the way they did things. Now, I know that I never was going to actually change the way that I speak because it's just not possible. Like, it would be so unauthentic for me to stop saying fuck. And I've thought about it before because I have friends that are religious and I have followers that are religious that don't believe in like using curse words or drinking alcohol. And when then, (laughs) and when I get drunk and then go on Instagram stories and I say the F word, like I'm always worried that people are going to unfollow me. And I know other people have dealt with that. And I've gotten really good at understanding that it's not about those people that are willing to unfollow you because of the way that you speak. It's about the people who love you for being authentically who you are, no matter what. Those are the people that we show up for in our emails, in our Facebook posts, in our Facebook lives, in our Instagram posts, in our Instagram stories, in our podcasts. You are the people I show up for. And if I was to go out and change the way that I speak and take out all the fucks in every sales page, every piece of copy all over my website. If I was to go and remove any curse words that I ever used, yes, I might please this one person, but the thousands of other people on my email list who read my emails would unfollow me because they would know I wasn't being authentic to who I really am. And so what I mean by you cannot be everything to everyone, nor should you try to be, is that there are people out there who need you and your gifts and your skills and your talents 
and your knowledge and your ability. And they need you to show up and teach and give value in the way that's completely authentic to you, curse words or not. And when I say curse words or not, I mean this. Just as much as I shouldn't take out curse words from my copy because that would be inauthentic to me, you should not be adding in curse words to your copy just because you saw someone else doing it. You need to be speaking how you would regularly speak. And you need to be authentic to who you are so that you can attract in the right people. You can attract in your ideal client time and time and time and time again because at the end of the day, if I was to take out all my curse words, I would drive all those people who love me for being who I am away and I would attract in all these stuff, no offense, stuffy people who can't handle the word fuck who aren't my right people and if I was to slip up, it would be, you know, detrimental to my business because I attracted all these people who aren't my ideal client. So I want to give you guys five different tips on, you know, why slash how you can try to step into your authentic power and stop trying to please everyone and be everything to everyone. So number one, speak as if you're speaking to one person always. So instead of writing an email that says, hey guys, you should write an email that says, hey babe, or hey gorgeous, or hey girl. Address it as one person, as if you're sitting in a room with that one person who's your absolute ideal client and that you're telling them what they want to hear. Don't address it as an audience, address it as a person. Um, this is something that I had to learn because I used to address everybody as one and I used to try to hit all the different angles. And that's why I really recommend doing some sort of ideal client exercise so that you can know your ideal client's pain points, so you can know your ideal client's struggles, so you can know your ideal client's um, highs and lows and what they love and what they um, like and what they dislike. And when you know all those things, then when you go to speak to that one person, it's a lot easier to speak to one person because you know you're speaking to the the one person who needs to hear your message in the right way every single time because you're talking to them as if you already know who they are. So that's number one. Number two, always be yourself. So if you cuss in your real life, cuss in your copy. Now, don't drop F-bombs, you know, a thousand times because that's just overkill. But that's the same thing as saying um a million times or okay a million times or so a million times. You want to use everything with, you know, a grain of salt, um, as I say, um, uh, and then something that I really like, well, so go back a second. Hold on, Courtney. So don't stop saying fuck, but then also don't start saying fuck just because you think it's cool and you need to quote unquote fit in. Speak how you would actually speak. And something that I see happening all the time is that people sit down at their computer or on their phone to either type out an email, type out an Instagram post, type out a caption, and they 
literally talk like they're so foreign to their own language because they have to type it. So one of my little quick tips of speaking as if you would speak to somebody else is doing talk to text. So using Siri or Google Play or whatever it is that you have on your phone and actually talking what you want to say, then taking that text, editing a little bit, right? Because, you know, Siri doesn't always do the best job. Um, But then that way you're talking in a language that is true to how you would really talk in real life. And to be honest, it's a lot easier than typing it all out. So double win. Number three, you've heard this before, but I'm going to say it again because that's how important it is. Stop looking at what everyone around you is doing. I don't give a fuck if someone is using this type of language, this types of colors, this types of branding, this types of image. No, you need to do what fuels you. And if you constantly feel like you're looking at other people Um, and copying their work or being either copying their work or feeling intimidated by their work, you need to unfollow them. Now, if you follow them and you feel inspired by their work and what they're doing, that's completely different. But what I find is it's usually that you either feel like you're taking in too much of their stuff and you start copying them, even if you're not doing it purposefully, Or you feel intimidated by what they're doing and you don't feel good enough. So you change up what you're doing or you don't do anything at all. And both of those are unacceptable. You guys, done is better than perfect. And if you continuously strive for perfect and you continuously try to measure yourself up to what someone else is doing, you are never going to be successful. I talked about it in a previous episode that, you know, No one success story is the same. Not one success story on this entire planet is the same. And that's what makes it beautiful. Your success success story is meant for you. So live your life. Be authentic to who you are. Show up as yourself. And I promise you're going to manifest the most amazing, high vibe, dreamy AF clients that are meant for you just for showing up exactly as who you are, okay? So stop looking at everybody else and you need to go on an unfollow spree. So your homework after this podcast is get on Instagram, on Facebook, on Pinterest, on Twitter, on YouTube, wherever it is that you see these people and unfollow them unless they make you feel inspired AF, okay? Okay, number four, own your strengths and your weaknesses. Your strengths and your weaknesses are unique to you. And when you can learn to own both the the good and the bad of who you are, that's when you can step into your power and your authenticity fully. Gary Vee always talks about how being self-aware is one of the best things that you can do for yourself in your life and your business. And I literally could not agree more because knowing who you are and being aware of your strengths and your weaknesses enables you to make good business decisions and enables you to step into your power like you've never stepped into your power before. And so instead of, 
you know, crying and whining and complaining about your weaknesses and focusing on them and and seeing them as weaknesses, own what they are and make them work for you. So let me give you an example for myself. My strengths are being talkative slash really good at connection. I'm good at connecting with people through a podcast, through an Instagram post, through an Instagram story, through a Facebook live. I know how to say what my ideal clients need to hear. I don't know how. (laughs) This is just how I was born, but it is what I am good at. And so I own that. So I try to show up as much as I can in audio and video because that is my strength. And if I want to show up in, in a text version, aka a blog or a Instagram post, I try to use tip number two and use talk to text. But my weakness and something that I thought was crippling, but I have learned to work with forever was that I am not a morning person. I have tried and 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 I'm just not a morning person. And instead of feeling like a failure, I've learned to accept it. Uh, You know, you hear these podcasts and read these blog posts and see these Facebook lives of people talking about getting up at the ass crack of dawn and working till their face falls off. And that's just not me. I do so much better if I sleep in, wake up at 10 a.m. and work until two in the morning. That is just who I am. And so instead of feeling like I'm not good enough because I'm not doing what this person did, I learned to accept it and I learned to put in the hours when I'm most creative. Because to be honest, if I was to try to force myself to wake up at 6 a.m. and go straight to work, the work would be crap. These podcasts get recorded in the middle of the night. It's 11.13 p.m. If I tried to record this at 6 a.m., I would sound so much different. My energy would be so much different and it would not turn out good at all. Now, on the other hand, there's someone else out there who is an extreme morning person. And so they get up and they're ready to go. And by 5 a.m., they've recorded three podcasts and there's nothing wrong with that. That is their strength. And they know that. And so they capitalize on that. So if you can look in the mirror and say, okay, Courtney, what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? And how are we going to use these to our advantage? And the second that you can figure out what that is, and you can be authentically who you are and show up as you every single day in every single way, you will get better and better. I promise you that. So that's tip number four. And then tip number five is really, truly, honestly, basically just to accept the fact that you cannot, will not, should not ever make everyone happy. I like to talk about a big family in this aspect. Because in a big family, you got a lot of opinions and I got a big family, okay? On one half of my family, we have a ton of lefty, liberal, you know, tree huggers, for lack of a better term. No offense to tree huggers, I am one too. And on the, on the, on the other hand, we have a bunch of right, righties, Republicans. I love them both to death. But 
they cannot all always be pleased because they're always going to have their own opinions and they're always going to have their own thoughts and they're not always going to line up with yours. And in business, it's the exact same. And so one of the things that I learned about business and about, you know, showing up as who you are is sometimes to be polarizing and be who you are even if you have unpopular opinions, it can be stressful because you feel like, especially in the beginning when you don't know any better, that you're going to be, you know, hurting other people's feelings or walking on eggshells around certain clients. But as you age and as you mature in business and in life, you'll learn that those people that you feel like you're walking on eggshells don't fucking matter because they don't pay your bills. Your ideal clients who love you, appreciate you, respect you, share the same values, morals, and opinions as you are the ones that are investing in you and your services and your products and your business, and they are the ones that pay your bills. So focus on them and stop focusing on the people that are constantly going to complain and tell you that they don't want an email from you that says fuck repeatedly. You send her an email back that politely says the unsubscribe buttons at the bottom of the email and you're happy to use it if you don't like our emails. Period. And that's exactly what I said to her. Because at the end of the day, I'm here to serve those who need my message I'm not here to please every fucking person who doesn't want to hear the word fuck, who doesn't want to learn about marketing, who doesn't want to talk about soulful social media, who doesn't want drunken (laughs) Instagram stories of me singing in the car while Joe drives me home. And you know what? I don't want them in my life. So start seeing every unsubscribe, every unfollow, every deletion as an opportunity to get more and more aligned and connected with those who love and appreciate your message no matter what. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that you got some value from this podcast episode and I hope that you understand that not only you, you know, shouldn't be everything to everyone, that you also are going to be much happier when you realize that and when you start owning that and you start just stepping into your truth and being who you really are. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, could you do me a favor and take a screenshot and share it with me on Instagram at the Courtney Schoberg. I'll tag my Instagram information in the handle or I mean the show notes below. (laughs) Um, And If you got some sort of value from this, send it to a friend. The only way that I can spread my message and that I can grow uh, boss ladies that are confident as fuck and owning who they really are is to spread the word on the hashtag files podcast. So if you wouldn't mind sharing this with somebody or leaving a review, an honest review of what you really think, I would love, love, love and appreciate that. Um, I will be back on Tuesday 
I have an episode scheduled that is very juicy. I'm really excited for you guys to listen to. And until then, I want you to own who you are, love who you are, and know that I love you for being exactly who you are at all times and stepping into your authentic self will always, always, always benefit your life and business. So thank you so much. And I will talk to you guys later. Bye.